Welcome to the Millionaire Way podcast with Sargam, the Energy Guru. I help successful people connect with their inner abundance using principles of energy to unlock their true potential, helping them create massive success in their personal and professional life so that they can live their greatness. I firmly believe that abundance is a state of being and each one of us can tune to create a life of prosperity and happiness. Welcome to the show. So hi Pooja, welcome to the show The Millionaire Way. And uh, for the audience I would like to introduce our guest uh, Pooja Puneet. She is India's number one life designer, CEO of Life by Design. She is the author of Unlocking the Golden Cage, um, an awarded TEDx speaker and coach. She has studied under really esteemed people like Jack Canfield, um, John Gray, uh, you know, um, Brian Tracy. And it has been an amazing journey uh, for her with her learning. And now she's brought one of the uh, beautiful courses online called Diva Premier, which is a bestseller, you know, which I can see so many people are benefiting from, uh, from it. So thank you, Pooja, for being on the show and gracing it. Thank you, Sargam. Such a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited. I hope we can add a lot of value to our audience today. Absolutely. So, Pooja, how has been your journey? How did you start? And we would like to know more about your background. So, I was, um, so I'm a Delhi girl, uh, now married in Chennai for 21 years. I was about 18 years old, leaving for Cardiff Law School when suddenly, actually, I got married. That totally threw me off track and I was very driven, very ambitious. So I tried the spending the first year just pleasing others, pleasing my husband, pleasing my in-laws, pleasing everyone, thinking maybe that will work. More than anything else, I think I just landed up disappointing everyone. And more than them, I think I started to get disappointed in myself where I started to believe maybe I'm not good enough. So I think that whole portion of my life truly just threw me so much off track that I became empty inside. I became a walking, talking zombie. I lost my bubbliness. So I feel like that's what actually happened. And then what happened was that I one day just went up to my husband and I said, you know what, sweetheart, while you're amazing, I'm just feeling like this is not the right place for me. I need to do so much in my life. So just allow me to go. He was really sweet. He helped me by my shoulders, looked into my eyes and he was like, where will you go, sweetheart? I said, I don't know. He said, well, how will you afford yourself? I said, I don't know. So he said, what do you want to do? I said, I have two little kids. Maybe I'll start a preschool. Mm-hmm. And he said, why don't you get educated? Why don't you start your preschool and then leave? I was like, wow, what a lovely offer. So I did exactly that. I, I started my preschool within six months. I had a hundred students. Wow. And I remember all that while that I thought that I'd been blaming God, blaming husband, blaming in-laws, blaming parents. Maybe what the problem really was that I had not had the courage or the clarity to move forward. And that's what I realized that day. And I remember making this promise to God that, God, if I ever become happy again, one of the things I'm going to dedicate my life on is helping other women become happy. Because so many of us reach that point in our life where we realize where we are at and where we want to be, there is a huge gap. Mm-hmm. And then how do you take that U-turn or the, you know, the how do you create that change 
once i learned that then i've just dedicated my life i'm on this mission to help women truly find their like you said in diva preneur the whole mission is find their identity find their financial freedom and get the respect we've always deserved beautiful so that's pretty much sorry so so uh, in your journey um, uh, you know how did you come to write this beautiful book called unlocking the golden cage and i think it's released last year right 2019 that's right last january um yeah so you know as i was on this journey i realized that every medium counts so mm-hmm. while i was doing a lot of seminars one to ones so much was happening all of that information was not documented anywhere and i felt like if i could write a book one it will help me document all that you know the whole life by design methodology and secondly of course it also serves my mission of continuing to help women because at that time i was very restricted to helping women in chennai only i said you know at least a book can reach people yeah. so just to expand that reach is what and i think the whole the idea actually came from my mom because she was the one who was speaking to me one day and she said pooja i feel like this bird who's caged you know and even though my cage is all gold and it's got everything i need i still feel like i don't have freedom mm-hmm. and then she spoke about how she dreamt of like she's a parrot and she dreamt of flying across the amazon and all of that and she went on to say but pooja at night you no know, i want to come back to this cage so she said it's not the and or the or, the or life but the and life that i want to create that in the day i should be in the amazon come back into the safety of my golden cage at night and i was like so convenient mom but i just loved the fact that she didn't say she needed to leave my dad to go do something mm-hmm. she said she could do both and that i really like because a lot of times when we get stuck in our life we start to feel maybe i need to move on but maybe that's not what we need maybe all we need to do is just reinvent ourselves with new qualities yeah. which serve us where we are as well as you know where we want to go so i think the whole book got created from that thought that if you're feeling stuck in your life if you are feeling like your destiny is not going where you want it to go you can design your life so the whole concept came from that so unlocking the golden cage is actually my mom's gift to me as the title oh that's a beautiful gift i must say for all of us you know who read it so thank you mom <laughs> <laughs> so sweet <laughs> so so when we say life by design um, pooja do you think it is uh, it is possible and how can one actually design their life um, you know consciously beautiful um so all the while that i was feeling stuck one of the things i heard again and again is pooja accept your destiny it's anyway beautiful you have a good man you have lovely children you have a beautiful house you have the travel you have the stuff what more do you want you know you should be grateful yeah and i would say yeah and then for two days i would try to be grateful but then again i would be sleeping at night and i would be crying on the pillow and i was like why do i why can't i just become grateful but then i realized you know any one of us no matter how much we have if we are not living our calling there's no way you can fill that emptiness one hole is there in the middle of our chest i believe which mm-hmm. doesn't get fulfilled you know you you can get momentary pleasure from everything that you do but that lasting happiness doesn't come 
Right. So that's why I decided that you know what, maybe I need to design my own life. Maybe this accepting your destiny is not for me at least. You know. Mm-hmm. And so I started to venture out in that thought, and I real. And the more I learned, I did a lot of courses. I mean, today I call myself the most educated person in the self industry because of the number of courses I landed up doing. So I, I what one of the things that became very clear to me was that man, man, I mean by human, was. designed to design their life so wow. god didn't give any other animal the will you know they were supposed to be born live their life and die we had something called choice so god said i'll throw an event at you and how you respond to it will decide your future journey so we'll co-author mm-hmm. journey we are not it's not going to be all god or all you it's going to be some sort of co-authoring mm-hmm. and the higher we vibrate the better life we design So one job that I understood was that each one of us is responsible for our own happiness, and that's the core concept behind life by design. That start to work on your happiness and your energy, and whatever you feel every day, you will re-repeat in your life as you keep going forward. So what I feel today, I'm because God has put all of us on autopilot, and He doesn't have time to come down and actually put feelings into us. He said, "You know, whatever you feel more of, I'll give you more of. Whatever you focus on, I'll give you more of." And so that became the concept. So how am I feeling today? And if every day I manage my energy, I know my future energy is going to get looked after. Yeah. You know. So I realized that pattern, and I think the whole methodology is now created around the fact that it's our job to keep our vibe high. So we need to learn. to fix our emotions we need to get emotionally mature stable you know what used to take me if i used to have a fight with my husband i used to like i could go on a cold war for 3 days you know mm-hmm. and then it became one day and then it became 6 hours and then it became 2 hours and now i can you know recover from it in 15 minutes and go off to work yeah so i feel like all of us are on this journey where we need to learn to process our emotions faster and get out of our ego and into what we're supposed to do very quickly the more we can do that i think the more you can design your life i know you know that is evolution people think uh, you know evolving or ascension is something you know very far fetched but every day by managing your energy by managing your emotions that is what you are doing consciously or unconsciously so just you really yeah, yeah absolutely that process given to that journey and yeah. just live what you yeah, are I mean I hear people say like I shouldn't have a fight itself <laughs> I'm like I feel become very boring if that's what you land up doing or I shouldn't have negative thoughts yeah. or I shouldn't that's not how it works an evolved person just knows how to handle the same situation faster that's absolutely all. you don't have to fight with your negative emotions yeah i don't think if you can ever get rid of it you're not a robot if somebody says something hurtful you are going to get hurt at the end Absolutely. of the day Absolutely. it is how you handle it so i think learning that difference also is a part of the process beautifully said yes absolutely so pooja in your journey you met such amazing people and like you said you are one of the most qualified people in the personal development space what like what is the blueprint of success that you observed across these amazing people that you learned under what is that one thing that makes them so successful in their field honestly i don't know if i can pinpoint it to one thing mm-hmm. uh, you know i feel like it's all about going on the journey and learning as you go mm-hmm. so i'm 
all about start before you're ready kind of person, you know. Ah. I think all of these people have realized that you have to start the journey and then learn on the go. Because of this whole our education system, I think we've started to believe that we need to learn first, do later. And that there will come a day when we'll be ready. But in the real world, I believe that does that's not the truth. You know, you don't really are ever ready. You jump into the pool and then you learn swimming. No point standing on the shore and continuously trying different strokes because you will never really know how to do it. Right. So I think what we start before you're ready would be one concept that I think I've observed in all of these people. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing is hard work is very undermined. Everybody started to speak a lot about smart work and and all of this, the shortcuts, you know. But the time and patience it's required for success is still not something you, maybe you can fasten the speed today, but you can't skip it, you know. Maybe by putting extra fertilizer, you can make the plant grow better quality faster. But you can't skip the period that it takes to grow. Absolutely. So I think that's another very important thing that we must put in that kind of hard work that's required, uh, which I see these days people going like they want they want a quick fix to everything. Yeah. So that I feel like we need to go back into, you know what, this is going to take. I say when you start a business, if you are not willing to give it 700 days, mm-hmm. it's not going to reach that autopilot place where clients will start to come to you rather than you going to them. So it takes about that 700 days to build a brand, to truly become the, to make it automatic or autopilot. And I think that some people want to in three months earn five lakhs a month. Now, I don't know how that works. So I think these are the two, three things that I have observed in my uh, mentors that they have done. I mean, of course, taking responsibility of your own life was my very first concept it's the first concept in my book mm-hmm. that you've got to take responsibility of your life too many of us are waiting for someone to come and help us which is not going to happen that man on the white horse is maybe not coming <laughs> so uh, so it's better we get on our own horses and take out our own swords and work our way through so i think yeah taking responsibility starting before you're ready doing the hard work that's needed all of these things, very basic, very simple, but not easy. Yeah. And I think, again, it's a journey. Um, so, you know, you can make out people from their experience. So probably, you know, uh, they can start very well. But, the, uh, you know, meeting, talking, uh, working on different situations comes with experience. And that is what, you know, makes you different, yes. makes you seasoned. So I so when I, I joined IT uh, as a as a very uh, young consultant, I always used to say, "How will I learn?" You know, with these older people always, you know, for being on, in the forefront, and you know, we were just observing them. But over a period of time, like you know, after ten years, twelve years, I could see myself there. So mm-hmm. yeah, so I think you know that is what is needed, and we are really undermining the importance or significance of you know hard work and experience, which is really needed. So. Beautifully said. I think that probably all the aspiring coaches will uh, you know, need to understand this and constantly and consistently work on it. Absolutely. And then there comes a period when hard work automatically, they, Brian Tracy has this beautiful line which he says, it's hard till it becomes easy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know, and that happens, you know, it's hard till it becomes easy. When I started doing webinars about four months ago, I used to shiver like, oh my God, technology, I'm going to have to do webinars, all of that. And today I can do them in my sleep. Wow. So, so that's how, I mean, you know, how hard it was in the beginning. That's how much easier it has become because of doing it twice a week, every week, twice a week, every week. So I think whenever we do start out, we have to remember that eventually all of this is going to turn into smart work, but you can't start with smart work. True. And I've been, uh, you know, an observer of your first webinar. I was there on your first webinar. You were there for the first one. Wow. I was there because I was waiting for uh, your course to launch and, you know, just, uh, just witness how you're doing it. So, and I must say, you know, the way you've done it, it's, it's really been a, a milestone for so many of us. So, Wonderful job. Keep doing it. Thank you so much, Sargam. So nice that you were there on the first one. That's fabulous. My first gang is always my most special. I call them my original, you know, the original people who joined me. Before you even knew what you were joining. Now, of course, it's spread. So, different. But, you know, in the beginning, it's your early adopters. You have to really look after in your tribe because they are the ones who are going to spread the word. Absolutely. Um. So, Pooja, I'm sure, you know, for you also, this journey would not have been easy. So, how do you constantly master your inner game, you know? Because the Pooja 10 years back would be very much different from the Pooja that we are seeing today. And, you know, constantly up-leveling up your game is, again, a journey. And for this, you need to consciously put in effort. So, what is it that you, you know, do to master your inner game? Um, hmm, good question. So honestly, I have a lot of rituals today mm-hmm. that I like to follow. One of the things I do is I wake up at 4am every day. Wow. That's one of my magic tricks, if I call, if I can call uh-huh. it, you know, waking up early when the world is silent really helps you con- remain connected and grounded with yourself and with your spiritual conversation with God, I feel. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that I do. Writing gratitude, it's been 16 years now where I've written gratitude almost every single day. I'm a big believer and a big promoter of, you know, yeah. five things every day that happened good in your life from the previous day has to be written down. I try to do it at least 25 to 28 days a month. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it happens every day. I mean, we are eventually on a journey where there can be days where you'll end up missing it. But majority of the time, if you can do it, it's fabulous. It's something that changed me completely from the 10-year-old puja, like 10 years ago, Wala Puja. Because what it did for me is that, you know, I started to realize we always have a choice of whether we want to see our life as difficult or we want to see our life as a blessing. We always have a choice in every situation. And the beauty of doing gratitude every day is that it starts to move you into always looking at everything as a blessing. So that shift happened. Um, I love following the rule of five. That's something which I learned from my mentor, Jack Canfield. He, When his book released, at that point, there was no way Amazon and all didn't exist. So to make it a bestseller, you needed to sell a certain amount of books, which used to take a year or two to make your book a bestseller. So he, when he released his book for 18 months, every single day did something towards five things, actually every day towards making his book a bestseller. So, you know, post it to Oprah, 
send it to someone or you know do airport signings or go and ask this bookshop to keep the book uh-huh. whatever he kept doing kept doing and he used to put it on post it notes and keep putting on his wall at the end of 18 months he got the guinness book of world record for the maximum number of books sold under one title or something like that and he wrote, he took all those post it notes and made a book saying in uh, how thousand steps to make your book a bestseller Wow. So I just love the fact that you know what he didn't. You know, so many of us when we become successful, we forget what we had done. So when you do this rule of five every day and you track your success, someday when you need to mentor someone, at least you'll know what you did every day, every day, every day. That's one. And secondly, because urgent things take over, mm-hmm. important things get left out. So yeah. when you have this rule of five towards this one big vision, whatever that one big vision is, and you do five things towards that every day, every day, every day, consistently, it's it it really accelerates your journey towards that big goal. You know, he calls it the big hairy audacious goal. So towards your BHAG. So I think that's one of the things I do every morning. So for me, of course, it's always the little things done consistently versus. the big things the things right? so it's always like that uh, one of the things i started to do is i write my goals out every day uh, that i learned from siddharth my friend whom you also may be knowing yeah. uh, so he writes his goals every day first i used to just read my goals every day mm-hmm. he encouraged me to start writing the goals every day which i thought was also interesting so lately i have started to practice that mm-hmm. uh, i think having a morning routine as such is always very very helpful so meditation putting what are you putting inside your head i think is very very crucial so being very careful that you know not too much kachra goes in living in this world some of it will so there's no way you can you can avoid it completely but at least you can neutralize the effect by watching something inspiring something inspirational by reading something inspiring something inspirational so be careful of the input because what you input will eventually become your output Absolutely. So I think having all of these um, has been fantastic. Yeah. Wow. So so we have the spiritual side to puja as well. You know that keeps us so composed. Thank you. Yes, I think that's a work in progress forever. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So puja, you know, with all of this happening, you know, in your life, you are an amazing mother and uh, a very very loving wife. and i see you in so many roles doing you know your bit so nicely you know i was watching these videos of your book launch and the love that was showered you know to you by all your loved ones how do you tend to manage all of this you know what is your secret recipe for managing your professional personal and even your clients so well um you know recently i heard this sentence which i fell in love with which said the ultimate failure is success without fulfillment mm-hmm. and i believe that for women especially i'm sure it's for everybody but i tend to focus a lot more on women for women especially fulfillment actually comes from connection you know if we are deeply connected by our family our tribe people people is what actually fulfills you you know at the end of the day you don't want to be successful because it turns into an empty victory if you don't have people around you absolutely you know? and we don't want empty victory we want success where everybody got carried along mm-hmm. so for a very long time i have used this terminology 
that I am a tortoise. You know, <laughs> slow and steady is my going to be my journey. I'm in no hurry to reach anywhere. I'm not in any race with anyone. I know my path. I'm very comfortable just doing what I need to on a daily basis. So I think just recognizing that in itself is massive because the world today, thanks to social media and all the other things, you can very quickly start to compare. And the minute you go into that game, you lose your uh, joy of what you're doing and you start running at the speed that someone else you know, they may be on their 10th chapter, you may be on your first chapter and you put those kind of pressures on yourself and then you believe that you started to fail while you're so much ahead of the curve from the way you started. So I think being very careful around that is so very important. So that's one of the things I believe um, helped me stay in balance. Of course, um, the roles I play, I take very, very seriously as a mother, as a wife. And one of the disclaimers I want to make here is that, again, I am against perfectionism as a concept. Mm -hmm. So trying to be the perfect mother, perfect wife is where we start to lose the plot. I think just realizing that we're human and we're going to have days when everything's not going to be perfect is a part of the process. So the word that I love using now is harmony. Wow. If if I have a webinar and my children get neglected for two days because of that, so be it. If my child is sick and my work gets neglected for two days, so be it. I'm now no longer trying to balance it that two hours of this, two hours of that, two hours of this, which I see a lot of people trying. I think it's about time we start to use our intelligence and I use guilt as my guidance. Whichever aspect of my life I become guilty about, I start to focus on. So if I'm feeling guilty that I've not spent some time with my children, that's guidance for me. I use it as feedback. Why should we make that into a negative emotion? So I'm like, okay, you know, last three days, I've not really spent time with my children. I'm starting to feel that mother the motherness in me is pulling me so okay maybe I need to just skip work today and be with them the whole day so that I get fulfilled and they get fulfilled you know and I just let guilt guide me because women naturally have so much guilt that I think getting rid of it is as good as impossible at least we can use it to guide us you know and when it guides us no one else can use it to manipulate us And otherwise what happens is we land up, you know, feeling guilty. And then someone adds to that, mom, you've not spent time with me. I'll start crying there itself, you know, already I was guilty. And then someone adds fuel to the fire. So I think uh, looking for harmony, not balance and running the race at your own speed without any comparisons. Mm -hmm. I think these two things really help me in my perspective as far as uh, playing all my different roles is concerned. Wow, I, I really love, love the word harmony. And I think, you know, that is, that is, we don't speak much about being in harmony, but that is very much needed, you know, especially at this time, you know, when we have so much happening at home and everything is happening from home, you know, so creating that right. harmony becomes very, very important. So thank you, Pooja, for that, you know, golden nugget. Uh, I'm sure everybody yeah. would appreciate this. Now, apart from that, who is that one person who really anchors you in your, uh, you know, in your life? <laughs> I mean, most people who know me would know the answer to that. And I can see from your face, you do too. Uh, yeah, it's got to be Puneet because I'm my husband, Puneet. Um, 
he truly has been the backbone of you know being super supportive right from that day when i went up to him and said i wanted to leave um i think he realized that if i have to keep this girl i'll have to keep her her way so i think he got that very early in our marriage and he's been very very supportive he's a very progressive man that's the beauty so he believes in you know equality he believes in those concepts so i've not had to fight i've not had much of a fight there you know i i got lucky uh, uh, i can say as far as the marriage is concerned and he truly is my because i we've grown up together we got married when he was i was 18 he was 22 you know so we've literally grown up together we found our value system together we've we've done gratitude together every morning we do our wednesday dinners in my relationships i create a lot of rituals because i feel like it's so easy to start to neglect the people we love i won't use the word neglect actually take for granted we know they're not going anywhere nice. so 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 to replace that taking for granted i like to say okay what does this relationship need and then create a few rules or a code of you know conduct between the in that relationship so with puneet we have for the last now almost 10 years must be over of us doing gratitude every morning having our coffee um you know doing um wednesday dinners at least once in 3 months going on a trip alone to recharge ourselves so i think keeping that spark alive otherwise it can get a little boring um is very very important and that's really helped me because i know he's right there like a solid pillar of strength for me um apart from that of course all my mentors have definitely played a role um mm-hmm. you know suresh is a great friend he's a great mentor to me um like that jack canfield of course my very first mentor so i think having someone to emulate yeah. is very very important as we go on this journey because um sometimes we don't have the bandwidth to think beyond ourselves so i remember at one point uh, being a girl from delhi punjabi you know i used to love exaggerating and narrating stories and having that whole delhiness in me as if i may say so um of course there are a lot of good sides to delhi but there is this one side to delhi which is very uh, show offy if i may call it or whatever so to have to handle that i started to emulate mother teresa in my head you know okay if i was somebody saying something to me i'm not liking mm-hmm. delhi puja wants to abuse them <laughs> but mother teresa will smile and be nice to them and grow her heart and feel empathetic towards them and i kept copying her copying her copying her till puja and mother teresa started to merge somewhere you know mm-hmm. so we taking on people's energies to replace it with our limited intelligence you know i think is a great way of going forward in life so at different points i've emulated different people to become a combination of all of that because the original puja didn't have these aspects to her or at least didn't have the dimensions to her so yeah. i feel like why not use that as a journey so that's been one of the smart ways that i can say of uh, growing yourself faster yeah absolutely and you know people keep looking for uh, ways to be authentic which is good but you know if you know your um, you know knowing yourself knowing your shortcomings and then the the way you said you know integrate uh, certain good qualities within your system and keep doing that you know keep emulating till you are in harmony with those qualities is a beautiful way of evolving so yeah it's a beautiful process uh, puja um apart from that um, you know what is it that uh, diva prenner is uh, you know 
has in store for uh, for the coming year 2021 so wow. what is that we're going to see that's a first um so the whole mission around divapreneur is actually to empower the woman it came from the fact that i'm a i'm a believer of gender equality but i'm not much of a feminist right. now what happens is that is that i'm not someone who propagates equality i propagate earning the equality so you know you uh, because of the person you become you automatically start to deserve the respect the so that's the journey i want every woman to go on instead of demanding or commanding for respect become the person that naturally will get respect it has nothing to do with gender is my actual belief it's actually just got to do with being the provider or playing the bigger role in a family you know so all of this is very uh, debatable i feel um different as different people will come from different places so the journey i want the drive i want to attract is the one where the woman is not feeling like she's against the man hmm. she's feeling like today i say i say it's no longer the the beautiful girl with the rich man it's the power couple you know at one point it is with the eye candy on the arm yeah. today it's all about yonce and jz walking in like two powerful people and it their gender doesn't even matter you know and that's what i'm looking at for those for those women who are truly interested in not putting the other gender down to feel up but to actually just make yourself so awesome that you are up no matter which gender you are for that category i feel like diva preneur is the perfect fit yeah. you know go on your own journey of growth find your identity your passion your calling start to live that start to monetize that by contributing back to the world the more you contribute back automatically your bank account should increase if you're doing a good job of it and because of the kind of person you will become on that journey you will start to get the respect you've always deserved that's truly the whole diva preneur essence Mm-hmm. um which i'm just looking to expand in 2021 that it reaches more people it's just a baby it's barely 4 months old so it's, right now it's an infant <laughs> and i really hope it turns into a movement someday because i feel like women really need this journey you know especially the ones who are not content in where they are mm-hmm. now there's one category that loves supporting their family and i'm as much a domestic goddess as i am a diva preneur i take so much pride in being that backbone to the family and i'm all about family so i'm not someone who's ever going to say you know you need to be a working woman no but if you desire to be a working woman then diva preneur is a very good answer to that you choose to be a beautiful housewife supporting your family i'm totally for that as much i'm not someone who propagates but i do say i hope you're not a housewife who's chasing materialistic joys to fulfill her happiness mm-hmm. i hope you find something in life to do even if it's not earning you money but mm-hmm. it should at least earn you that feeling where when you sleep at night you love yourself a little more because of the contribution you are making you know otherwise we women can tend to become very needy of approval of acknowledgement of appreciation of importance and that sucks the energy of the family so, i'm a big believer of happy woman is happy home so every woman's job is to keep herself happy whether she's doing it through supporting others or yes. she's doing it to support herself whichever Absolutely. way she wants to do it absolutely 
and that's that's very very important and you know people who are living you know um, their happiness daily can vouch for it because unless you are happy you cannot make others happy so yeah and just by your smile sargam it says it all aura is such a happy aura so beautiful thank you thank you and here we have a short rapid fire we'll have just five to six oh, wow. questions and let's do it yeah That. so what is your favorite book pooja book yeah um my favorite book is a book called the ant and the elephant don't okay. ask me who wrote it <laughs> it's a brown color cover which has been moving around with me all the while and i've been recommending it to everybody but if you google it you'll know who wrote it okay. uh, it's a beautiful book about it's like a um, parable you know where they speak about the elephant as the subconscious mind and the ant is the conscious mind and how the ant has to learn to control the elephant even though the elephant is thousand times stronger or um, you know uh, this thing than the ant so it's a beautiful story a beautiful journey and i just love the whole how cutely they made it into a very nice story and all the concepts are all shown in the story so it's even though it's fiction it's a it's very powerful as a parable so that's one of my favorite books for sure your favorite movie favorite movie i will have to name a few dilwale dulhaniya le jayenge was my time's favorite jab bhi met was another favorite so yeah so i think one of, i think romantic genre is my favorite so anything in romance kind of works for me titanic used to be one of my favorites so yeah wow. romantic romantic movies is my favorite okay your favorite superhero character Hmm I've done PhD in superhero because I have two boys. Yeah. Um I'm going to say Iron Man um more because I loved the whole Tony Stark character and all the Iron Man series was really nice. I love the X-Men too but mm-hmm. I think if I had to choose one then Iron Man. He has a smartness about him you know and he was one of those uh, superhero characters who didn't feel the need to hide the fact that he's the superhero right. 90% of superheroes are incognito they don't ever reveal to the public that they are i just love the fact how comfortable iron man is with himself and and is willing to reveal that from yeah the go you know absolutely your favorite quote Oh I already said it it's hard till it gets easy that's one of my favorite quotes the other one which I already spoke about ultimate failure is yeah. success without fulfillment so these are i think pretty much um there's a quote by marie folio everything is figureoutable i just love that you know as a woman i think that should be our mantra everything is figureoutable yeah um your favorite vacation place maldives wow okay so you are a beach beach lover i go every when i go every year eight years i think seven trips we've already done so you can imagine how crazy we are about the beaches yeah what is your idea of uh, success i think for me success is um, happiness mm-hmm. at the end of the day you've got to feel like you know what you're you're happy where you are yeah too many of us have chased success in terms of the description that comes from the world and then we don't know where we lost the happiness along the way so enjoying the journey i think would be a very very important aspect of success if we can yeah. land up enjoying the journey then that's success for me 
yeah thank you so much pooja this was really i think one of the most uh, beautiful and uh, podcast that we've done and uh, i really appreciate your time and uh, i really wish you all the best for all your future endeavors may you grow prosper and uh, create many more successes in your life thank you so much and same to you big blessings you know what i think all of us women in india are on the same journey of wanting to help and heal the world so i'm so happy that you and i are going to be on this journey together thank you thank you so much bye ciao bye